0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
1: Rutherford Issues here on News Radio. WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, they have uh, sharing change. That's MTE's... Charitable Foundation, while they've donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits assisting worthy causes right here in our community, MTE serving to make life better since 1936. Our conversation today will be about the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross. John Mitchell, the executive director, joins us here in uh, studio today. We're going to talk about uh, the 100 Miles of Hope blood drive, his uh, recent deployment for hurricane relief, and uh, volunteers, volunteers, volunteers. So uh, a lot to cover here this morning. John, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, uh, Brian. It's great to be here. Good to see you. Good to see you. uh, You know, I I told you a few things we could talk about, but one thing I might want to mention before I forget um, we have our annual um, uh, Heroes event, and this year our honoree is going to be former Mayor Ernest Burgess. Oh, wow. And so we just had secured him to be in that role and just thought I'd let everybody know more to come. We're putting together our uh, marketing and materials, and you'll see more on that, but um, he's not only... a a great He's a great public servant, but he's been a great community leader. If anybody's ever been around him, he's a very humble person. That's very giving.
1: When will that event take place? It'll be
0: March the 5th at MTSU. So that and must we, be
1: brand new news then. Because, that is. Okay. yeah.
0: And we've actually moved the event this year from a breakfast to a lunch. So it'll be 1130 to 1 versus um, 7 a.m., um we're gonna make a run and see you know how people respond to a launch this year march the 5th
1: and will that uh do you have a location for that yet
0: oh it is it'll be at the mtsu the ballroom at the student center student union like it's been for the last four or five years okay so that's
1: becoming a a very popular spot to have events so it
0: is it's a great event um now if you're ever um bringing stuff in and you take that staircase versus the elevator you get a good workout um but it's a great location mtsu is uh, a great place and we do this of course while the students are on uh break that way parking is not an issue Mm -hmm. so we wouldn't i I wouldn't dare try to do an event when students are on campus because parking is can be an issue when they're there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll have a lot of details about the event uh, when we get closer to it. But um, you, you must have just recently uh, decided on former Mayor Burgess being the honoree of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just in the last few weeks. And uh, we've got a philanthropy committee that just met yesterday and um, got some uh, great uh, volunteers that are, are working and excited about putting together a great event this year, March the 5th.
1: Well, good, good stuff there. So I'm sure we'll have details on uh, where you can get tickets and and go to this event. And again, uh, pretty soon it you'll be. Uh, talking about tickets, and it's a, a lunch event now, so uh, looking forward to the details there. And speaking of MTSU, I'm very curious uh, to find out how the uh, Blue Raiders fared. Uh, I know that we did not fare too well in the football game itself with Western Kentucky, but I'm hoping we did uh, okay in the 100 miles of Hope blood drive uh, because we've Middle Tennessee has had a pretty good track record in terms of the uh, uh, 100 miles of Hope blood drive over the years.
0: Oh, definitely so, and you know they—they've, you know, renamed it because you know in the football terminology it used to be, a uh, hundred miles of uh, well, I, I don't even want to, hundred miles of hate. It between, still is. It still is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so for a positive spin and, and marketing, it's a hundred miles of hope because this is going to help save lives, and it's my understanding that. Uh, wku did squeak out a victory in not only the football game uh but in this uh blood battle if you will um and it was a real slim uh victory can't remember the exact margin but it was a really good success for what we did on campus so september the 25th and 27th um shout out to Uh, Charlie Gregory and Ray Wiley over at the MTSU Recreation Center. They continue to do this every year. Um, And through their efforts and donors that came from campus and off campus, there was 553 donors. Uh, 242 of those were first-time donors. Um, We collected 451 uh, units of blood and uh, 1,263 potential lives saved through that effort so for that reason it is a it is a great success and um will i'm sure you can look forward to us doing it again next year yeah
1: i know um uh, my daughter who's about 120 pounds soaking wet uh gave gave blood and uh, she had to stay a little longer because <laughs> she uh got a, a little woozy when she got up and uh you know, she didn't do her due diligence and, and have a little something to eat beforehand. And so she had to stay a little longer, but they, they did uh, a good job of making sure that she was okay before she, she took off. So that was good. They treated her well.
0: She yeah, said, that's, that's, that's good to hear. And if you, if you've never seen it, it's pretty impressive. You take, you know, half of, uh, you know, one side of that, uh, you know, gym complex and it's all of course, uh, uh, curtained off but you know you have a, a huge staff there that's you know doing the intake a huge staff that of course the phlebotomy staff uh, but there is people there just to help you know with hey come on over here there's some pizza available and snacks um it's uh it's just a impressive event and um we're kind of the um uh, envy of some other um chapters to say how do you do an event that big you know and um Like I said, that's Ray Wiley's leadership. He's been on our board for quite some time. And uh, Gene Baker, our local rep, he puts a lot of time into it as well. So, you know, if you want to set up a blood drive, um, you can uh, contact. uh, I'll just give you my number because I can forward you to Gene Baker, who's our representative. But John Mitchell, 615-651-3405. Um, we'd love to uh, talk to you about setting up a blood drive or supporting one of our ongoing blood drives because the need is great and ongoing
1: most certainly and um, I, there are opportunities if you're thinking gosh I just never know when the opportunity is there to give blood uh, I mean we we have a fixed site permanent place where you can do that uh, any day anytime really
0: yeah, yeah. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that. There has been a, a, a change. The uh, scheduling is the the fixed site is open throughout the whole weekend, but Tuesdays and Wednesdays it is closed. So they're going to maximize weekend presence. Um, but uh, you can come to that site any day besides uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And if you don't have appointment, they can see if they can fit you in. But if they can't, They can sit there and walk you through the process, and what would really be beneficial is download the uh, blood donor app, the American Red Cross blood donor app. Once you get that, um, you're in the system. You'll even get messaging after you give uh, blood, donate blood, as to where your um, donation is going to support somebody at a certain hospital. It's pretty impressive.
1: Well, uh, you can give the gift of life and um, really help out and you know, if someone wants to give that, that app is really pretty easy to really walk you through the whole process. If you're a first time donor, especially, right?
0: Absolutely. And that helps you. Um, once you, you get signed into the app and you put in um, a zip code, it's going to show you all the available blood drives that day, you know, and maybe within a couple of days. So you can do a, several, several different search functions Um, but keep in mind there's the fixed site and then there's a lot of sites that gene baker our uh, blood ambassador rep is out setting up at churches and organizations and so um, it's hard to know where those are but once you get on the app you can find out with a few clicks
1: john mitchell is our guest today he is the executive director of the heart of tennessee chapter of the american red cross of course we've talked a lot about blood drives but that's only a portion of what our local chapter of the American red cross does. And, uh, you have spent uh, a lot of your time here at the local chapter being deployed to disaster relief. We've actually had our own local disaster with the readable tornadoes, uh, or tornado, but we, you have been to at least two hurricane deployments and recently went to, uh, hurricane Adelia and, um, Tell me about that experience.
0: Yeah, so you know, it was just about a year uh, from the last time I went with Hurricane Ian, but when I went down uh, approximately two weeks ago for two weeks, um, it was it was eye opening. I got to see the contrast. Um, you know, disasters are disasters. Human suffering is what we're there for, uh, but it can look different. Um, in this case, there was wind damage. But a lot of the people we were serving that through our disaster assessment teams had diagnosed their house to be either major, major damage or destroyed, which gets them in line for our financial assistance, um, you couldn't tell from the outside. Some of them you could, but some of them, it was because flooding had got up 12 inches, maybe 18 inches. If it gets in the electrical system, then that definitely makes it an automatic Um, but you know, you could be driving down the road and really some of the biggest signs was seeing somebody's front yard with bags and bags and things that they were throwing away. Um, whereas sometimes in a, uh, hurricane relief, like a year ago, you've seen the wind damage and the knocked over buildings, you know, so there was some of that, but the majority of it was, um was flooding in the area that I was serving. I was serving in two counties, Levy County and Citrus County. We did have um, a shelter open and, you know, these things are kind of, every day is different. So for three days I was there, we had five people in the shelter. And then on the fourth day, and this was um, over a week and a half after the disaster, no, actually over two weeks, that uh, shelter grew to 15 people. So things happen on a different timeline. They had some uh, housing secured, so they weren't in congregate sheltering. They were in a hotel, but once that agreement had fell in short, they were. We did have that shelter open for them to be served, and you know, when you go to a shelter, I think it's important for people to know you have a staff there that is given twenty-four assistance, usually working with the local, you know, law enforcement um, people to make sure everything. Is safe for everybody included but you'll have a st- uh, you'll have a station there for mental health you'll have a station for health you'll have a section that is um you know set up for pets we're really big now on making sure that if somebody has went through a disaster and their pet is, is their family member so to speak um, they're included in that shelter presence and so we have worked real hard uh, to make sure that they they don't lose um, something that can be very comforting in a really tough time.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I know that that disaster was was more of a, a flooding disaster, and yeah. uh, you know more more so than a, a wind event. And it can be equally, or maybe even more destructive than than the wind because um, you know a few feet of water just kind of destroys things so uh john appreciate you coming in and spending some time with us and uh, we'll keep uh, folks updated on all the blood drives and things of that nature and thanks for uh, all your work appreciate you thank
0: you brian thank you for your time
1: john mitchell with the red cross joining us on rutherford issues today